It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back on this breaking news Saturday, Darren Waller, $51 million over three years, a contract extension with the Las Vegas Raiders. Mo Moten, Scott Branson back here with you on Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. Also, if you're in Las Vegas and you missed our latest show, guess what? Sunday mornings, we're back on the air on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, you can hear it there pregame if you like. Also, make sure you check out uh, our YouTube channel. We're usually up there on video where you can subscribe and hit the notification button and go from there. Now, we talked about it uh, to start this special show out. We don't know what the guaranteed money is here. We don't know if there's a big signing bonus up front. So when we see $51 million and people are jumping to the over the course of the new contract, as you pointed out, $17 million a year, we don't know how much of that is guaranteed. Did he get a ton of money up front and some of the back end is not guaranteed? We just don't know yet. So it's hard to really know the overall fiscal impact that this deal with Darren Waller has both up for him and for the Raiders. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, and I'm just looking at over the cat right now, and George Kittle leads all tight ends with 40 million total guarantee. Mark Andrews about 37.5, Goddard about 35.1, Pitts at 32.9, Jono Smith surprisingly at 31.25. So I would expect Waller to be in that. He's going to probably be about 30 million guarantee at mm-hmm. least. Uh, he's going to probably be in that top five because his average annual uh, value of this, his contract due to the length of his entire contract old and new now is at 13.3 which is outside the top five but i do expect remember the guaranteed money is what's most important to these players because that's what obviously you're guaranteed to get regardless of what the team does they try to trade you or you know uh let you go i should say because if they trade you out the team may be on the hook for some money but they're looking at the guaranteed money and i think that's the Mm -hmm. that's the important number that hasn't come out yet as of as of we're recording this, but I'm sure it will. And then when it does, I, I believe 30 million at least is probably the floor for that. Yeah, that's right. The This show is being recorded about 1240 Eastern time, 940 Pacific time. So I'm sure the details will come out uh, as the day goes on and as tomorrow goes on. The impact of this deal when it happened, I mean, the Raiders already facing uh, a big AFC West matchup tomorrow in Los Angeles, Mo. Now you get Darren Waller signed. I'm sure his teammates are all very happy for him. It, it puts one of the storylines that the only sort of negative storyline that this team had rolling into the season 
behind them now. Now the focus, which we know, talking about Josh McDaniels and the focus and the details that he has imparted on this team, uh, it is one of those deals where this team has no obstacles. It has no major injuries, has no injuries. It now has all its players that it needs under contract. Um, the expectations should be high now, shouldn't they? I think the expectations are already high, but now it, I don't want to say no excuses, but now you're basically in place to be a, a team to be a playoff caliber team. We talked about extending your core guys. You talked about how healthy the Raiders are. You talked about the expectations during the offseason. I'm sure Derek Carr, I think Derek Carr talked about this and a lot of other players have said, it, talked about it. And they're not, um, they say they don't hear it or listen to it, but I'm sure they hear the chirps like, oh, the Raiders should be a playoff team this year because you guys are coming off a 10 and 7 season. You added some stars. You got your guys in place and they get, <laughs> they're paid now. So, you know, there's no, and I've been saying this throughout the summer and even late spring, there's no real drama now. Now, I know yeah. that some things have happened in the front office and there's movement there, but as far as the roster is concerned and guys, you know, holding out. We've heard guys holding in, basically showing up to practice and not practicing because they want a new deal. And <laughs> this player gets in trouble and this happens, that happens. There was no such thing this offseason as far as the players are concerned. Everyone was doubt then. Josh McDaniels had guys doubt then on the practice field. Details, focus, and accountability. And I think you saw that in the preseason. Nope, uh, hardly any penalties per game. No turnovers. No real, no real drama again. And I'm sure Raiders fans are used to this because they're used to, you know, Lynn Bouton getting traded before the season starts, before he even takes a preseason snap and the star <laughs> player gets traded. This guy wants a new deal, this and this and that. It, it, it was pretty calm this offseason. I think it's a prelude to what you're going to see during the season, a very poised, calm football team, not a lot of emotional sp- swings here and there. And I think I just think you're going to get a team that, is dialed in and it's probably obviously probably what this is just my prediction i think this is a playoff team 10 and mm-hmm. 7 playoff team but i think they they get to the playoffs and a wild card spot this year there you go now we look at darren waller again hasn't played hasn't been on the practice field much at all in this preseason and through camp uh, going in he's 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 a freakish athlete amazing player um Going into this first game, I think we talked about this on Thursday show, I would not expect him to have a massive game. He's got to get into playing shape. He's got to get uh, where he goes. But he's he's such a difference maker just being on the field because now the Chargers and that defensive backfield, which to me, I mean, they're hurt. They don't have, uh, I don't think they're the best defensive backfield in the AFC West, clearly. But th- you look at them and you say, okay, now you got to account for Darren Waller again. The, 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 the dream scenario we've been talking about the whole offseason, account for him, you got to account for Devontae Adams, and then you got Hunter Renfro there. There's, there's opportunities here, and having him on the field, no matter, no matter in what shape he's in at this point, is still a big advantage for this team. And now that his mind is freed up, he's going to play loose. But what do you expect out of him early on? You think it's going to take a couple weeks, or do we see Darren Waller, Darren and his A game uh, in Week One? I think you're going to see his A game because it's not like he has to readjust to Derek Carr. I mean, they've been yeah. playing together for a few years now, so it's it's not like he has to adjust. I mean, there's a new offense in place, but if we we talked about over the past weeks, months that. Josh McDaniels' offense is going to cater to Darren Waller's strengths, and he talked about 
Josh McDaniels having a plan for him in the red zone, which wasn't the case under John mm-hmm. Gruden. I think you're going to see the best Darren Waller right out of the box. Now, the Chargers' defense should be much improved from last year. But as I said to Nick on our previous show um, this week, I think the middle of the field is going to be wide open simply because the weakness of that Chargers' defense is in the middle. Now, I know yeah. they have Kyle Van Noy there, but can he can he keep pace with the Darren Waller? I, I don't think so. I, I think, think they're so. going to have to. I think they're going to have to drop uh, Derwin James down. And probably give him some help in there. But I think Darren Wall in the middle of that field, the middle of that charge of defense in the seams, that's going to give them some issues. Of course, Darren Wall being the athlete that you said he is, you can also move him outside and pressure some of those smaller cornerbacks. If they have a smaller cornerback like Asante Samuel on the outside, maybe you get a mismatch. I, I think he's going to have a pretty decent game. May not have as big a game as Devontae Adams, but I think he'll he'll be solid. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. And uh, again, this breaking news with Darren Waller, this new contract, we will get the details. I'm sure we'll talk about it on our post-game show tomorrow. That's right. We will be on right after the Chargers and the Raiders take on the NFL season uh, to start out in SoFi Stadium in L.A. So we'll be here to talk about that. So make sure you do that. If you haven't subscribed, do so already. Mo, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I know it's it's sort of your day off because tomorrow you got you're slammed from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to bed the next morning uh, with NFL action. But I know we wanted to get out there, wanted to get out to our listeners and give them not only the good news but give them some insight, which of course we've done, man. It's, but it's a it's a good day for Raider fans. It's a good day for Darren Waller. A good day for the team overall. Yeah, of course. You know, I got 15, 20 minutes for the Raider fans out there that listen to us. So <laughs> it's all good. I was I was up placing some bets anyway on some college games. So I, there I had, you some, go. had some free time to talk Darren Wall and his contract because I, I kind of figured this is either going to come today or right before kickoff. Yeah, right before kickoff. Yeah, that's what I thought would happen. Make it dramatic for television, of course, like everything <laughs> is today. Uh, but yes, Mo is good. I got my pre-noon bets in for college football as well, so we're, we're enjoying it. But we will be back with you tomorrow night after the game and then, of course, on Tuesday. So make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you have. As the numbers are showing, you guys are doing it in droves, so thank you very much. And we will talk to you after the game. And congratulations, Darren Waller, the Raiders. And most of all, congratulations to you, Raider fans. Going into a season without any drama is a huge deal, especially after the last 25 years. So good for you guys. I hope you enjoy the game. And if you do enjoy the game and adult beverage, don't drink and drive. Make sure you get somebody to drive you home so that we can talk to you after the game. For Mo Moten, I am Scott Colbranson. This has been another edition of Silver and Black Today. Take care, everyone.